guys. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome in to the Full 10 Yards Betting Podcast. Final regular season week is upon us. So there's probably a lot, quite a lot to trawl through in terms of, you know, um, you know, players and teams that are starting, resting their starters because the playoffs are coming and whatnot. So we'll try and pick our way through as best we can. Full house for us to start the year. Adam, Happy New Year to you, sir. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you, mate. Yeah, a few days back at work. Still not really in the flow of it yet, but... Uh... Plugging through and uh, honestly looking forward to the final week of the regular season and then on to the best weekend of the season in a wildcard weekend. So, yeah, um, all good. Had a decent enough Christmas, fairly relaxed, fairly busy as well. But yeah, all good now. Um, and yeah, looking forward to the games this week. Yes, indeed. Just a note on the uh, the on the playoffs when the playoffs do start, we will be covering every single game as we normally would, like uh, all the island games. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, we'll have kind of best bets for each of the games uh, for each of the divisional uh, each of the playoff weeks. So, plenty of fun to look forward to. But yeah, we will get through week eighteen first. Liam, happy New Year to you, sir. How you doing? Yeah, happy New Year. I'm good, thanks. I missed Adam too much, so I had to come back this week after a week off. So, uh, yeah, I'm back. How was your uh, How was your New Year? Uh, yeah, not too bad. We not we don't really celebrate New Year's. I'm not really a New Year person, but uh, me and the missus um, got dressed up and. <laughs> um, whoa, whoa, whoa. That, yeah, that sounds that sounds like it could go off on quite the tangent. But no, we just made like kind of pizzas from scratch, watched a few films, and played a few games. So, um, yeah, that was good. It's good for uh, winners all over the shop last week on our suggestions. Yes, there was Adam. That is absolutely correct. Um, if I just get them in front of me, I think I got three out of six. But let's see what, how you boys did. Uh, five out of six. Liam, Liam essentially got five out of six because he only bet the bank. He only said Bengals plus seven so that they would lose that game. So <laughs> we we can write that one from the record and assume that he would have bet on the Chiefs. Right, fair enough. And yeah, Adam, Adam, the reason Adam's mentioned it is because he went five out of six <laughs> as well. So yeah, um, yeah, lots of winners. I'll, yeah, yeah, not not a bad, not bad. But we're going to be uh, a bit tougher to to maybe predict a few things, especially touchdown scores. But with um, teams playing rest start resting starters and you know kind of squad players getting a chance, and also you know we, we will go through a few uh, players that have like uh, incentives to hit with catches, receptions, touchdowns, and and all the rest of it as well. Um, you can probably find a bit of value on there it's just about you know putting the time and effort in to understand you know which players need x y and z to to hit certain bonuses and um you know understanding you know if you've got an rb2 and rb3 on the depth chart who's going to get reps and all that kind of stuff if they are resting their starters so do your homework we'll do our best to as we go through some of the games to uh you know kind of point you in the right direction um but yeah it's quite of a quite is a bit all over the shop on uh, in, in week 18 but uh, we will start off no Thursday night football this week and week 18 as usual. So we start off with a couple of Saturday games, which I'll quickly go through there on the screen. If you are watching Pittsburgh travel to Baltimore, who have clinched the one seed, which is why you see Steelers minus three and a half and one to two favorites over under here, 35 and a half. And then finally, should be a cracker in the AFC South. Um, whichever team wins this one will be hoping for a Jacksonville loss on the Sunday. But Houston Texans travel to Lucas Oil to face the Colts. Houston minus one and a half. Uh, it's pretty much a pick on the money line. Over under here is 46 and a half. Uh, Adam, I'll start with you. You can go through, go through, give us a quick overview on both games or any bets that you like in either of those. Yeah, my best bet for the Saturday. I, I've kind of ignored the later one, which is the more competitive one it's probably the one i should have gone for 
And if I was going for that, I'd definitely be going uh, Texans minus one and a half uh, with Stroud there. He's just the better quarterback of the two. And as you say, it's pretty much a pick him there. So, yeah, I would be going Texans on that. Um, but I'm, I'm plumping with my Steelers hatred and going for the Ravens to um, Ravens plus four. They are going to be resting players, but Tyler Huntley's a decent uh, backup for them. And the rest of that roster, even with the backups in there, I personally think will keep it within at least three of the Steelers. Those games between the two teams are always hard fought. And what better way to end the regular season than sending your backups out there to beat your rivals and stop them getting in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, Ravens minus four is my bet for Saturday. Um, Should be a heck of a game. It, it, it's a nice one for us to watch as well. First, personally, as an AFC North fan, um, it's it's a nice one to watch neutrally, knowing that the Bengals are going to have a fourth-place schedule and a very, very much easier time of it next year. Um, just a side note on my Bengals, uh, they did apparently have like the third toughest schedule in kind of recent history, like ever. Um, so reason for them not being so great this year as well as the Joe Burrow injury. But yep, back to this one. Um yeah, Ravens. Wait, 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 wait. Ravens you, you said you said for the new you said it's good for the neutrals because the Bengals will have a fourth place schedule. How's that good for the neutrals? What's that? That's no, good the, for the game will be good new game will be good <laughs> for the neutrals. And I'm classing myself as a neutral because it has no effect on the Bengals position in the division. That that, <laughs> that was why I was a neutral for this one. So um, but no the, Adam, Adam, Adam got a shoehorn for Christmas. <laughs> Ravens and Steelers is always a hard four game and it should be quite an interesting one and obviously I, I personally don't think Mason Rudolph is the man to do anything for them he's done well with deep shots which is what they've been lacking with uh, Kenny Pickett before um, but I don't, it's not going to carry on working and the Ravens defense is well coached I think they'll be able to stymie them and uh, even backup running backs like Melvin Gordon will probably get on the score sheet for the Ravens we saw they absolutely destroyed um, supposedly a tough competitor last week, and I think they'll do the same again this week. And uh, yeah, Ravens plus four for me. Yeah, Ravens is one of those teams where you can look uh, a bit deeper on the depth chart. I saw Melvin Gordon eleven to four with with Sky, but I don't know if he's going to be bigger elsewhere because he's one of those where you probably could get um, a, bit, a bigger price or you know at least a run for your money. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think it would be unders. I know it's a low under over underline anyway, but I think that you know Baltimore's defense will. Will will have too much pride to allow Steelers to do too much, and you know, like say Mason Rudolph could be, you know, you don't Rudolph isn't needed in January, so um, I expect him to to not not play as well. But um, yeah, I don't see many points in this one, and um, yeah, Ra- yeah, I don't mind Ravens Ravens plus four at all. Uh, Liam, your thoughts on both games? Yeah, so I think I personally think the Steelers are going to win that game, but I do like the plus plus odds. Um, for the for the Ra- uh, for the Ravens just because the games are normally close in the AFC North, but um, I just think the Steelers are going to win and then potentially <laughs> get in the playoffs. Or obviously, if other teams win, that, that they'll finish as the eight seed. But uh, I just feel like it's a perfect game for them to to go out and, and win a close one. The Ravens are well coached; they've got loads of injuries in the secondary, though, so I think there's going to be some potential big plays to be had there. So I don't mind George Pickens uh, nine to four anytime touchdown just because how bad the Ravens backup secondary is. Um, and I, like you said, Rudolph's been throwing the ball deep down the field. So I quite like that. Um, I wouldn't touch the total. Uh, I just think the Steelers are going to win a, win a close game. But in the other game, um, it's actually a truly winning in as well. So even if the Jags win, the other whoever wins out of that game will be the seventh seed or the sixth seed. Um, so both teams are going to have all their starters out. They're quite healthy uh, on offense. Both teams, Texans have got some injuries on defense. So I don't mind the over for the points total in that game. Um, but my best bet is Texans minus three. 
So I've taken them up to minus three for six to five uh, on the handicap just because I think worst case there, I get a push. Um, but yeah, personally, I think the Texans are going to win the game. Uh, I think they'll win the game by a touchdown plus. I think CJ Stroud's too good. Uh, and the defense actually very well coached as well. So I think the defense, even if they're injured, uh, they should be able to do enough to slow down Minchu at times. Um, so yeah, I think Texans will win by a touchdown. So I like Texans minus three. But yeah, should be a fun game. Winning in on week 18 is pretty rare for both teams in the same game. So should be good to watch. Yeah, no, I agree. I I, I like um, I like the the Texans to win that game. I say it's indoors as well, so it's not as if the Houston Texans have got to go outdoors. So um, and again, familiar opponent. But yeah, I think the difference of quarterback is is the difference here. And I think yeah, Houston's defense has been okay um, in throughout December. So, uh, but I've actually I've gone for both teams to score in the first quarter at six to four in that game, uh, which is a sky bet boost. Uh, Houston versus Indy. I just don't I don't think um, it, it's just going to be a slugfest and points are going to be needed it's like you say both teams need to win so um i don't i don't see a kg kind of don't don't give an inch first quarter i think it'll be you know it, i think both the way these teams play and the way these teams are coached they'll just play the natural game and the touchdowns will follow so and, and they've got all the obviously all the players to do it. there's no injuries or anything like that really on on, on either side obviously anthony richardson <laughs> but he was injured he was injured about three months ago so um <laughs> yeah i think that pretty much covers us for saturday Unless anyone is there anyone getting any anecdotes for Saturday? Just the oh, fact just... that the Ravens love winning pointless games. Obviously, they always dominate preseason, and they've got a pre. Uh, and also, they they rested players last time they had a one seed, and then came back and looked rusty as hell and were terrible. So, um, and obviously the Lamar kind of playoff hoodoo. Um, there's, I, it's going to be it's going to be difficult for them to get going for that first playoff game i think but um yeah, yeah obviously we we did um in our group we did share the salvetry um dfs yeah i was just i was um, just gonna say that so I'll, yeah so is that at salvetry dfs there's a couple of players on the saturday night games uh that kind of have incentives so odell beckham where ashimi plays um he needs 185 yards for i don't know if i've seen not gonna get that but five catches for 250k two touchdowns for 500k so might you know might want to look at him you've got um dalton schultz needs to get four catches for 250k six catches for another 250k um and Colts allow a pretty a pretty good a pretty bad against tight ends, so that might help. Devin Singletree uh, needs 165 yards for 125k. Um, Colts run defense isn't that great. I don't think there's anyone else. Yeah, I think that's it. any any others from you, or was that just you just looking through the same thread as me? I was I was personally looking through the same. There was a little bit of consternation, not not consternation, a little bit of an argument on how relative that post is for me and for you guys i believe it's just a little bit more information don't bet it bet it blindly but i did see people kicking off going it's really terrible advice because apparently people will just see that and go oh i'll bet on that even though there's no lines out so yeah just just use it as a bit of information to lean yeah. one way or the other yeah. um the the incentives with games like winning in it's obviously a little less relevant because they're going to go for the win, not necessarily feeding that player. But the Beckham one, if he needs five catches, they they may well just plow him in the first half um, and um, get the, get those receptions in by half time and then rest him for the rest of it. But um, obviously that remains to be seen. With any of this, obviously keep an eye on team news. And frankly, for me, I won't be putting many bets on until Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, once I know um, who's in and out. 
Yeah, yeah. Random note for me was that these two teams played before uh, in a game where the Ravens rested every single starter. Uh, so they have done it before when they won the one seed. Um, but Robert Griffin the third won and beat the Steelers. So anything could happen when it comes to Harbaugh and the Ravens. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. I kind of wish the two games were the other way around for us as British viewers, but I can mm. understand why they've they've done it the way they have. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just on your point, Adam, about uh, <clears throat> how relevant it is. I mean, you, you know, you've got someone like DeAndre Hopkins who needs 49 yards for a million and seven catches for 250k and 500k if he hits 75% snaps on the year. He's currently on 72. But there was also an argument about saying, oh, you know, the teams don't want to pay these players, so they won't give them, they won't, they won't do what they need to. But then, you know, obviously, the counter argument to that is obviously you want a, a decent culture in the team, you want a positive. Yeah. You know, culture in the, in the locker room, so uh, that kind of got quite thrown out quite quickly. But yeah, DeAndre, DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins overs is probably one that I'm looking at the most and say, yeah, don't bet these blindly. But 49 yards, um, his his line will probably be in that region anyway. So um, yeah. yeah, DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins is one that I've kind of picked out as one that I'm gonna I'm gonna nail on. But anyway, we're going off, off on a bit of a tangent. <clears throat> let's um let's have a look at Sunday night football combination of the regular season. What about it should be Buffalo Bills travel to Miami. Uh, after Miami obviously got absolutely slaughtered last week by the Ravens, minus two and a half Buffalo, uh, which may be a bit surprising, but obviously Buffalo been on a bit of a tear recently. Over under here, 48 and a half. Liam, your thoughts? Yeah, so I think I think personally that the Bills will win. Um, I've said it a million times on the show before about how much I value and my betting numbers value top-tier quarterbacks. And I know Josh Allen wasn't great last week, but he's still been very good throughout the whole season. And he's much better than Tua. And Tua did get hurt last week. I know he's going to play, but he did hurt that left shoulder. I and mean, obviously he's a left-sided thrower. So I do think the Bills are going to win, but I do think there's some value on taking some kind of Dolphins plus three and a half, uh, if you can get it. Um, Skybet, for my best bet, Skybet offer uh, like a combo of the points total and the spread. So I've got Dolphins plus three and a half and over 49 and a half points for five to two. Um, now that the over is slightly inflated, they always do this with the when you join both together, but you do get three and a half instead of two and a half. So for me, the extra point is not as valuable as the extra point for the spread. So I quite like that as a bet. But I do think the Bills are going to win. Uh, I'll be looking at overs, to be honest, for Josh Allen, Tyreek Hill, overs as well. Um, I don't think he's going to get the record, but he needs a lot of yards to get it. And uh, Jalen Waddle's injured. So I do think Hill will have a big day. I think Josh Allen will have a big day on the ground. Um, but yeah, my best bet would be Dolphins plus three and a half and over uh, 49 and a half. I think there'll be points in, in this game. But yeah, I fancy the Bills to win it and then win the division, obviously, if they do it. Yeah, it's a bit of an interesting one with Buffalo and, and kind of how they're situated. Even if they do lose, there are the majority of scenarios where they do still get into playoffs as the, as the seven seed. Um, or maybe or the six seed, obviously depending on what else shakes out in the in the AFC. But there are a few scenarios where if they if they don't win, they'll be out. So you do have kind of a win and win division and and lose, and then out of the whole thing, you know, putting your feet up in January. So it is a bit of an interesting game, Adam. I, personally, I wouldn't go for the three and a half because I think the Bills are going to win by ten plus. I think they're the far better team, and with the injuries to the Dolphins, I think the 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 Bills are going to stomp them, frankly. Um, there, there's an argument that last week against the Patriots was a bit of a look-ahead spot, um, and that they, they all they knew they knew all they had to do was win that game and then come on to this one and win this one. And personally, I think the the Bills are gonna um, we're gonna kill them. Obviously, I've said it all season <laughs> about the Dolphins playing decent teams and not doing very well. Admittedly, they're at home, which obviously makes it a little bit more of an advantage for the Dolphins. But it's late. At, well, it's I was gonna say it's late at night. It's it's in the evening, so it won't be 
as big an advantage as it would normally be in Miami. Um, so yeah, personally, I think the Bills are going to win quite easily. So I've just gone Bills minus three. Um, hopefully, it will land on three, and me and Liam will both get a win on it. Well, both won't lose off it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think that uh, yeah, Bills Bills are minus ten, eleven to four, something like that. I would be tempted with. Um, it is pro- it is the game of the week. It is rightfully the headline game of that weekend. Again, it's a shame for us in the UK um, because it is obviously on at one in the morning. Um, but yeah, it should be a, should be a very entertaining game. And as we've as we all kind of think, it's probably going to be an overs. So maybe maybe the Dolphins let off last week, and um, but but then they had players until the end. I was gonna I was gonna excuse them for getting curb stamped, but um, it's terrible. Really, yeah, I I think that's all it was. It was it yeah. was outside in bad well. In not Miami weather and against a good team, and they were destroyed. But they had players in there late, like obviously Bradley Chubb injured himself late on, who's now done for the season, which was completely unnecessary. So yeah, I I, I just think the Dolphins aren't as good as they look in some games. Yeah, and I struggled. <clears throat> I struggled to find a bet in this one. Really, I, I, I went for overs as over forty eight and a half is my best bet, but it's uh, you know. It's my, I don't want to sit on the fence and say, oh, it's just a game I would like to sit back and watch two teams go at it. But, you know, there's obviously a propensity there. That, you know, it could be high scoring because, um, you know, the, the, the division title's on the line. So um, it's not going to be a case of, you know, they're going to give up or no one cares or, you know, live to fight another day. So that's the only reason why I've kind of gone over there. But I don't really like anything on, on that one. Um, so there we go. Right, yeah. Uh, Sunday football, if you're watching, the uh, handicaps are scrolling along the bottom of the screen there. Adam, give us your best bet. Uh, for spreads on week 18. Yep, self-hating Bengals fan. Uh, Browns plus seven. Um, they are plus seven now at about 365. We've got six and a half on the screen um, due to the fact that they are going to rest players. They quite obviously are. Uh, they, are th- I believe they're locked into five. I don't think they can go yeah, anywhere. Yeah. yeah, so it doesn't. it's not a game that matters to them. That The, the Bengals don't want to be swept in division, but I'm not entirely sure they're going to have the choice. Um, the the Browns, even with Jeff Driscoll at quarterback, which I believe is who they're going to be running out there, um, it, the offense doesn't matter that much for the Browns. It's the defense, which is still going to be fairly decent. And it's the second half performance I saw of Jake Browning last week, which was fairly inept. It was admittedly against a decent enough Chiefs defense, but to not score in the <laughs> second half at all um, was was infuriating. And... It, it made me rather annoyed. Uh, to be fair, on New Year's <laughs> Eve, um, admittedly, again, the Browns are going to be running out of reserves. I do appreciate that. And the Bengals are going to be super motivated to not get not get swept in division. But seven points, I think, is a little insulting. Um, so, yeah, the Browns plus seven is is my bet of the Sunday. Liam, over to you. Yeah, I tried to stay away from games that, where teams were going to completely arrest people. I wanted to go Seahawks minus two, but they just they were so bad against the Steelers last week. It kind of scared me away. So I've gone for a team with plus points who also didn't play very well. Uh, I've gone for Falcons plus three and a half against the Saints. Uh, both these two teams can still get into the playoffs. Um, they're both going to play all their starters. Uh, I personally think Derek Carr has been awful and I'm happy with the extra points. I know that the Falcon situation isn't as good, but when they want to run the ball, they can run the ball really well. Saints can't defend the run at all. Um, so, yeah, they might not win the game, but I like the Falcons with the three and a half just because it, the game actually means something to them. Uh, it's already come out this week that Arthur Smith is, he was safe two weeks ago. Now he's not as safe. Well, where you can get safe is 
stop the Saints making the playoffs. You give yourself a chance to make the playoffs or finish the eight seed, uh, and then see if they uh, if they keep you or not. So yeah, uh, I've gone Falcons plus three and a half. I just don't like the Saints' offense enough. Yeah, and um, I, I looked at the Seahawks as well because Geno Smith's another guy that's playing for a lot this weekend. I think if the um, Seahawks play, make a playoff spot, he makes two million. So um, that's, yeah. that's 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 two million reasons to um, two million <laughs> reasons to, to to get the win on Sunday, isn't it? Um, and I know Arizona for some reason beat the Philadelphia Eagles last week, shooting themselves in in the foot and dropping down the draft the draft board. But um, there we go. Um, yeah, I have gone for Tampa Bay. Uh, minus four and a half. I don't really understand why Carolina. Uh, it, I don't know. Understand why it's that close. I know Bryce Young's played all right last couple of weeks, and teams has looked marginally better. But Tampa Bay um, are by far. This should be near a touchdown. Um, in, in I think. It, I think it's because Baker Mayfield didn't practice uh, at all it, on Wednesday because he's got a rib injury, um, and they said they don't know if he's going to. They think he's going to be fine to play, but his ribs are too sore to practice. So I think that's why the line changed because it was six and a half, I think, at one point. Okay, that makes sense, and I totally missed that news. So that buggers me up. If he it? plays, if he plays though, you, four and a half is still good, isn't it? Because it should be yeah, seven yeah, and a half. of course, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, I doesn't it? Go on. You'd hope even the backup would be beating the Panthers by five points, though, wouldn't you? Really? Where's where's it? Carl Trask winning in game. Yeah. It is Kyle Trask, yeah, and they are one of the teams. You're right that are uh, winning. Yeah, so yeah, and obviously David Tepper would take David Tepper be throwing some more beer over someone. I don't know, but we have to wait and see. <laughs> Maybe over Kyle Trask. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Get some David Tepper props on uh, on some casino <laughs> sites or something. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> Um, but there we go. Uh, but yeah, no, like I say I, I, I didn't mind the, the Seahawks one as well. Um, it's, it's very, really, very rarely that you see the Seahawks play badly for a prolonged period of time with, with Pete Carroll. And like I said, they've got everyone. Geno Smith's got a lot to play for, so I think they'll be dialed in. And Arizona, uh, it's in, it's in a dome, so it's in Arizona. So um, I don't really see any, any issues for, for Seahawks there. Um, okay, cool. Uh, do, do, do. Then that leads us to total points. Then they are scrolling along the screen. Liam, we'll start with you. Yeah, so I've gone. Um, I've just realised again. I've bet on the Falcons in that spread, <laughs> uh, but I haven't bet on the uh, Falcons for the points. Uh, I'm going for over forty-three and a half in the Packers v Bears game. Um, for me, this is probably the most entertaining game of the week. As someone who doesn't like watching Tua uh, or the Bills defense very much, um, Justin Fields is playing incredibly well. Jordan Love's actually playing really well as well. Um, Bears unfortunately can't make the seven seed anymore. So, but they've already come out and said we want to be the Lions of this year and basically stop a team making the playoffs in the Packers. Um, and the Packers look really good on offense. So, I think this will be in the fifties. Uh, I, the Bears' defense is pretty good now, but they're not great at stopping the run. Obviously, Aaron Jones looked really good last week, uh, and the Packers' defense is pretty terrible. Every quarterback they've faced in the last four weeks has had like their most efficient day. So uh, I think Justin Fields will score a lot of points. I may as well add, I've got him at 30 to 20 to score a touchdown as my touchdown bet. Um, he's going to gonna run one in for me, whether that's on the one yard line for a, for a kind of sneak, or if that's just a 10 yard random scramble in the red zone. Um, I actually don't mind the bears plus three and a half just because of how much I love Justin Fields, but I'll go with the touchdown for fields and stuff. Yeah. I've got one question. Why, why have you gone 30 to 20? Why not six to four? That's what the odds said on the bookies. Literally, <laughs> I just copied thirty to twenty. So there we go. Come on, come on, people, do your do your math. Six to four. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm why, is it, why is it six to four and not three to two? 
I'm like Anchorman. I um, <clears throat> read what's on the it, teleprompter. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I suppose. I suppose some some sites do three to two, but it's just more conventional to do six to four for some reason. I don't. I it's don't the know. same with ten to three is one hundred and thirty is Berlin to thirty, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, but why? Yeah. Why is it not lowest? Who knows? Why, Tim? You're 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 working in the industry. Why? Tell us, Tim. I don't. I don't know. Sixty-four is just. I think. I tell you what. I think it why it is actually because with with the escalation of the of the odds, you've obviously got five to four, eleven to eight, six to four, thirteen to eight. You've got your fours and your eights. It's all. It's quite. It's quite consistent. It probably probably makes sense that they've gone to they've gone to quarters right and, and eights rather than just staying at two because you can't. You can only go to two so so far. I don't, I don't know. Just give, give give me your best and total for the week. People think <laughs> that they win more money. I think that's probably what it is. Is uh, all all six is bigger than four, so it must be good. Uh, yeah, my uh, well, because my total's crap is why I'm kind of um, filibustering here <laughs> a little bit. Is a uh, Patriots at Jets over thirty point five? The weather's meant to be hideous there, but would it not just be typical Patriots and Jets to th- uh, throw out a, f- a thirty all kind of game in this one? That, that's about all I got on it. <laughs> Who knows? Sure. I think you need both defenses to to lie on the floor for for that to happen. But um, I well, mean, both, both defenses could score. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm don't. I'm still. I'm still annoyed at the fact that I didn't get on yeah. both 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 defenses to score last week. Ah, I, I, that that had gone from my mind. But you know, you've reminded me. Thanks. Thank <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah. um, yes, I mean, thirty-one points is not a high score. Seventeen, fourteen. Even even Trevor Simeon and Bailey Zappi can get there, surely. We shall find out. I've gone for over 47 and a half for Arizona versus Seattle. I think Arizona just played a bit <clears throat> a bit frisky and like I say they might want to play spoiler and you know just put a dampener on a Seattle season. Uh, and I, th- I just think scoring will be quite easy to come by in this game. Um, Seattle's defense seems doesn't seem to be pulling up too many trees, and Arizona just put thir- did they just put 30 up on Philadelphia? So, um. Yeah, I mean, I know Philadelphia can be gashed, and they've they've not looked great last couple of weeks. But yeah, I just think it'd be a typical kind of NFC West kind of slobber knocker, and there'd be lots of points in this one. So I've just gone over forty seven and a half. But yeah, I, I didn't really like a lot of them. Um, they got they're quite hard when you've got teams start resting starters. I mean, I suppose you could go unders, but then you know if the defense is resting starters as well, it might potentially be easy to score points. So. It's kind of a catch twenty two situation, so um, yeah, I, I found it difficult to, to find um, for, to find titles this week. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. First half, second half is um, where you're looking here. Is try and find who's going to be resting players. Most most of the time, they'll still give them a quarter or a half of um, of the starters. So look at first half spreads and then looking play as well, basically for for final week of the season. Like, like teams like the Browns, we know they're going to be resting quite a few players uh, but they will still give some of their better players the first half just to keep them in the game and then the second half they'll probably take them off um so you just keep an eye out and um yeah just basically look in play on um paddy power mm-hmm. for me seems to be the best um mm-hmm. in play because i can't do about three six five um so paddy power is a lot better than sky bet for in play but um yeah just keep an eye open mm. yeah the other the other overall like actually minnesota detroit minnesota is to have a a very small chance of making the playoffs and the both of those defenses yeah both of those defenses are a bit um um not not depleted crap we'll just go with crap so um 
Yeah, suspect. I mean, that's a bit um, So yeah, that could be a bit of a shoot, a bit of a shootout. And that's same with Marlins back. He'll throw it down a bit more, and and Justin Jefferson will do what Justin Jefferson does. Talking of players that scores t- score touchdowns, let's go with touchdown scorers uh, again. We mentioned at the top of the show. Keep an eye out on depth charts and you know hear sound who people that you know are normally four, fifth, sixth stringers getting more more play. I know obviously the Jets have done it over the last month with like Brownlee, Gibson, and they've all you know they you know. Gibson definitely scored a touchdown on offense as well. So uh, keep your eyes out for that. But um, Adam, give us your best uh, touchdown scorer. Yeah, I've, I've gone with James Conner. He's been scoring every week anyway for the Cardinals. And uh, you personally think it's going to be a high scoring game. So yeah, James Conner for the Cardinals. Um, you're looking at 11 to 10. It's plus money for him. So I'm quite happy to take that. We saw last week the Seahawks aren't that great defensively and can be gashed. And James Conner has... It, admittedly, like I thought he was a pretty poor running back, but he seems to have found a place in Arizona and he's he's getting a lot of the receptions as well because their wide receivers aren't doing anything. So he's he's getting a lot of the ball in Arizona. So yeah, any any kind of plus money for him. Um, I did also consider Izzy Abanacanda for the Jets, uh, not just because it's a really cool name to say, but he was one of my draft um, studs, studs who has done very little, but if they do race, uh, do rest Brees Hall, then um, he should be able to get a little bit of game time. The only reason I didn't go for that is, A, there's no price, obviously, and um, B, the Patriots is still a fairly decent defense, so um scared me away from that a bit. But yeah, obviously, we mentioned Mel Gordon earlier. 11-4 uh, does seem to be the best price on him at the moment for the Ravens. Um, but yeah, just, just keep an eye Saturday, Sunday night on news, and you might be able to get some value. But... Uh, bookies are very shit at this time of year and do not bother putting up prices for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah, they just uh, yeah, they put them up like an hour before or something, so they don't get stung. But yeah, I've gone for uh, obviously uh, Liam's given us Justin Fields, so I'll just go for Mike Evans on mine. I uh, honourable mention to Tony Pollard. After I think I've just gone with the ethos of finding the, the teams that want to score points and want to get in the um, get in the end zone. So uh, Mike Evans notoriously smashed up Carolina last week seventeen last year in in Carolina and led me to one of my fantasy titles that I covet the most so that was fun so I think I'll do it again here obviously it's um it's dependent on more so I'm obviously Baker Mayfield because he absolutely loves him but Mike Evans um parting gift for Tampa Bay because I think he's going to be a free agent and walking out the door next year so um what better way to to end it than a than a touchdown um and, and whatnot so yeah I quite like that and Liam likes Aaron Jones at what evens as well yeah because that's the same game as the fields one once they put the prices out I'll see if I can get a you know, both players to score just because I think it's got a chance. By the way, your boy Baker Mayfield just announced was he practiced today. So your minus four and a half is looking yeah, nice. It's now it's now five and a half. <laughs> five and a half, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to mention, I know we mentioned the incentives, but I wanted to mention uh, Adam had like a banker. Um, and I have to mention a Chiefs player before we log off. So it's not Justin Ross touchdown. <laughs> like I wanted to um, Travis Kelsey, if they post a line, it'll be his usual 69 and a half, 72 and a half. If he plays, he's only going to get 16 to 20 yards because basically he needs 16 yards for the record. They'll get him 16 yards and then they'll take him straight off. So for me, we used to call it a mortgage bet last year. I don't know if we're, we should really call it that, but um, it's one of those where if he doesn't play at all, then you just get your money back because he won't play a snap. If he does play, they'll get him 17 yards and they'll sit him. So yeah, Kelsey's uh, under on his points total is, is is what I think you should bet just because they'll set it at 60 or 70 and he's only going to get 20 max and then they're going to just <laughs> tell him to sit down for a week. So, yeah, I want to mention that. Yeah, very nice. Cool. And uh, Trey, Trey Hendrickson to get a sack as well. Um, he is 
joint top of the sacks uh, this week. Obviously, TJ Watt is going to play the full game, but yeah, if you go probably Hendrickson and Watt double, probably be a decent one um, for uh, the Bengals and the Steelers, respectively. They're both on 17. Um, the Bengals haven't had a leading sacker for a very long time, so it would be quite impressive for him to get that. Yeah, a couple of other, de- couple of other defenders whilst I'm on the thread. Chris Jones needs half a sack to earn one, uh, 1.25 million. You've got Levante David needs not a, a, a half a sack to cash in 150k. Jadeveon Clowney needs half a sack for 750k. Bud Dupree needs one and a half for a million. Calais Campbell needs two and a half. So there's there's some there's some ones for you. There's some incentives. So take them. Do do what you will with those. Like I say, they're not definitely going to come in because nothing's ever guaranteed in uh, in this in this game. So please bet responsibly. Thank you all for joining in, and uh, we will see you next week when we have um, playoff football, ladies and gentlemen. Playoff football. Let's like say we'll be covering covering every game. Maybe throw a few hundred pound challenges in there as well on the outrights and NFC and NFC. But we'll. Uh, Sort all that out as, as we go along. But yeah, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Please come responsibly. And uh, yeah, see you then. <laughs>